This episode of Thursday Reflections will begin in just one moment, but first a brief message from our sponsor, Anchor. Thanks for being here. We'll begin in just one moment. It's Friday. It's Friday. Will I get a copyright infringement for that? I just sang the song, right? So I should not be flagged for celebrating a Friday morning. A very cold one at that. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're listening from. I hope that you're having a wonderful start to your day. There's a... uh, Good Friday because it's also my sister's birthday so I'm just in a celebratory mood and uh, the Atlanta Braves won the baseball championship and schools took it upon themselves to close today so this kids get a free day off school just because the Braves won the championship. So a lot of celebrations in Atlanta today. I'm not a baseball fan, but I'm a sports fan. And even though baseball is not my sport, I'm happy for the city. I'm happy for the Braves. And of course, I'm sure the kids are happy to be off school today. John has no school today. So It's just going to be one of those, you know, chillaxing Fridays. Of course, I'm very well aware that I missed out on Thursday again. Oh, my God. I recorded an episode and I scheduled for it to post. Unfortunately... I chose the wrong dates. So I'm just now realizing that I set it for the wrong date going forward. I will make sure that I look at my dates, okay? Jovia, get it together. But anyway, so because I'm mad at myself for choosing the wrong date, I will still post the episode, but I wanted to just shout out Friday today and my sister's birthday and send you all birthday love wherever you are. So I'm just gonna read something from one of my favorite Hmm? one of my favorite people Um, Adam Grant and I got a little quiet there because I was finding the quote here so forgive me He says, there's no such thing as a best school or best job. 
is only the best fit for your values and goals. Status signals, read that again. Status signals the reputation of an institution, but it reveals nothing about what your life will be like there. Outer prestige is rarely a justification for inner misery. Read that again, Jovia, because you kind of stumbled over there. So let's try this again. There's no such thing as a best school or a best job. There's only the best fit for your values and goals. Status signals the reputation of an institution, but it reveals nothing about what your life will be like there. Outer prestige is rarely a justification for inner misery. So, so good. So, so good. You know, sometimes we attach our status or what we want people to think of us uh, to either the people we work for or the cars we drive or our zip code or whatever. But who are we? What, what are you what are your values that, you know, that signal to you that you have arrived, that you are the best that you can be, you know? Um, oh. And so many people get caught up in this trap. So, oh, I work for, I work for X company. I work for so-and-so. Yeah, that company is who they are you know, based on what they've built and so forth, but you work for them. So that doesn't automatically make you prestigious because you work for that company, you know? And somebody shared this on that post that they recently had a hedge fund recruiter tell them that their profile wasn't ideal because they didn't go to an Ivy, uh, Ivy League school or worked in consulting, you know, like, just imagine that somebody's saying that wow you won't be recruited because your your resume doesn't show that you went to ivy league or have some consulting like you work for one of those consulting jobs that you know from the outside looking in seem like they're the best thing ever you know it is so important to know what your values and your goals are because uh, otherwise you find yourself in a shiny empty space devoid of alignment with your personal mission. Ooh, somebody wrote that on this post. She said, valid. It is no imperative to know what your values and goals are. Otherwise, you might find yourself in a shiny, empty space, devoid of alignment with your personal mission. God damn, that's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, somebody else wrote, spot on i was just having this conversation with a colleague about how limiting and damaging it can be to stay someplace because of the status it holds an institution can offer a great product to their customer and be the worst at taking care of their team oh so true so true And then, well, somebody had something else said. Having said that, my life and time at Wharton, that is the Wharton Business School, were equally matched with the prestige. I am forever grateful to the institution. Okay, well, 
nobody said that there's, you know, you don't get value from those Ivy League schools or big, you know, consulting jobs or whatever. But it is important that we don't attach our self-worth to institutions and what others perceive them to be, you know? Um... truth bomb right there especially to families thinking of going to tuition debt for prestige (sighs) oh my goodness if people understood this there would be very few sad jealous people out there find your own groove and don't envy and want others okay And then somebody wrote, this resonates so much with me in relation to the school I decided on for my son. On paper and by reputation, one of the best schools, not not only in our country, but um, wider area of the country. He had a terrible time there and the way he was treated destroyed his self-esteem. In hindsight, I would have chosen so differently. Mm-hmm. And then somebody chimed in. Sadly, I know too many people who worry about prestige and status and sacrifice their personal joy. Oh, status is overrated and funny. I love it. I love it. Again, the quote was posted by Adam Grant on Instagram. I follow him and I just love him. I just love um, what he shares, what he's about. And I also enjoy his podcast, Work Life. Um, you can check it out on iTunes. But this particular quote, um, really, just like many um, others uh, that he shares, like this one, why do we ask kids what they want to be when they grow up? It encourages them to define themselves in terms of work. It also perpetuates the myth that you can only have one career. We can serve them better by asking what what they want to do and what kind of person they hope to be. Oh, ah. oh Adam, this is why. This is why. I mean, Instagram knows that I fall. I I'm always on his page. The moment I open Instagram, I always see Adam Grant first because that's one of the pages on which I'm um, overly active. Again, he asks, why do we ask kids what they want to be when they grow up? It encourages them to to define themselves in terms of work. It also perpetuates the myth that you can only have one career. We can serve them better by asking what we can serve them better by asking what they want to do and what kind of person they hope to be. And then somebody chimed in here in the comments saying, wow. This just made me rethink the age-old question we ask adults. What do you do? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I just, this is just, I just realized that kind of this can, uh, this ties into what what I just talked about earlier from his post about prestige and people attaching their values to institutions. And, you know, just because they work for a certain company, 
then they, you know, have a status symbol or something. So, and in this question, he's asking why, you know, he's, he's um, suggesting that we, we stop asking kids what they want to be when they grow up uh, in terms of work. But then somebody in the comments just even took it to another level and brought the question back to, to we as adults. They said, wow, this just made me rethink the age-old question we ask adults. What do you do? Anytime somebody asks you that question, they're either, one, genuinely interested in your life and they care, or two, they're just trying to kind of measure your level of success in comparison to them. You know, okay, where do you work? Who are you? So let me just kind of see your status, basically. That's the truth, though, you know? Just like when you um, out with your kid or whatever, and you meet a friend or a random person, they're like, oh, yeah, hi, how are you? And then they ask, where do you go to school? Because they're trying to determine what zip code <laughs> that school is, where you live. This is this is human behavior at its best, and it's sad, but it's funny at the same time. But anyway, let me read the comment. Wow, this just made me rethink the age-old question we ask adults, what do you do, instead of what do you enjoy doing? As someone who spent seven to eight years as just as justice in quotation marks, a stay-at-home mom, that question at my husband's work events really made me uncomfortable, see, which is a personal thing. But wow, how freeing if somebody asked a more open-ended question instead of reducing us to just our careers. I'll be using this with kids going forward as well. Thank you for once again making us rethink to be more open-minded. And that's what Adam does. He questions everything. He forces you to rethink. He doesn't just agree or disagree. He just makes statements that make us reconsider and rethink um, you know, positions we, we, we held before, maybe not even just thinking through, but just because that's what everybody has always said. For example, a simple question as, what do you want to be when you grow up? We've all asked that question of, of children. But now here he's encouraging us to reframe that and say, wow, okay. And then this is a perfect example from somebody that left this uh, comment on his post. You know, uh, imagine a housewife, a you know, stay-at-home mom, the work of a stay-at-home mom is, I mean, no, it, it can't be even, um, I don't know. Most people could never do it. You know, uh, stay-at-home mom, you have to take care of the home, family, husband, school, kids. And it's it's a lot. It's, it's, it, it's nonstop. And it's often thankless, you know? Like, people think... Just because stay at home mom, like they do, they don't do anything, or they 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 do a lot, and and as I mentioned, it's thankless. So if you're out and about, and somebody says, "Oh, what do you do?" and then all of a sudden you're stressed into thinking, "Oh my God, I'm just gonna stay at home," uh, they're gonna judge me for being a stay at home mom. Oh, human beings, I tell you, what do you enjoy doing? That's a better question to ask an adult. You know. But as Adam uh, recommended for kids, we can serve them better by asking what they want to do and what kind of person they hope to be. Oh, happy Friday, guys. This was kind of rumbling Friday morning, mini rant, mini, but 
I hope that you got something from it and inspired by words from Adam Grant and the people that responded to his message. Let's think about what kind of people we want to be, we hope to be, and not judge ourselves um, or others based on where we work, where we live, what car we drive. All those things are just things, and they, they, they can be taken away from us at any moment. That car can be taken away, that job can be taken away, but then what are you left with, with yourself? What is your worth? What, is, what are your values that make you feel comfortable uh, in, your, in your own skin without the need for an attachment to an institution or a big, com- a big name company or like that recruiter that discouraged that uh, prospective candidate from applying just because their resume didn't have an Ivy League school. Are you kidding me? Oh, human beings. Happy Friday, guys. Now, let me work on posting my Thursday episode correctly, okay? (laughs) Have a great weekend. Go Braves! And that's it for this week's Thursday Reflections. Thank you for listening. I hope you are inspired. I hope you are inspired enough that you want to share this maybe with a friend or two that you think might enjoy this. I enjoyed connecting with you today. And thank you for allowing me a few minutes of your Thursday. I look forward to doing it again next week. And until then, be safe, be brave, take care, and I'll speak with you soon. Goodbye.